0: This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and
2: Patrick
3: Maher on v Welcome to the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard for the next two hours. We are here at South Point Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas. And uh, Pritchard got a great show. Obviously going to have Lou Finnecaro join us in the second hour. Get his thoughts on another good UFC card coming up. But, you know, that's really been buried. The the weeds, as they say in the TV business, have been buried, Mike. Because on the way in today, and I thought, who better to do the show with than a national champion wide receiver like Mike Pritchard, when the news of the day is now wide receivers. And it is the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill. And lo and behold, the Chiefs ready to move on from the Cheetah, apparently. And it looks like the top two players involved now would be in the AFC East. But not the, the heavy hitters, not the Bills and the Patriots, but maybe the bottom feeders and the dolphins and the Jets, reportedly right now is what we're hearing that those are the top two teams that are interested in getting Tyree Kills services. Now, you know the backstory here that uh, Tyree Kills wanted a new, a new deal. Apparently, the chiefs have tried to make a new deal in the last couple off seasons, and, and for whatever reason, they have not been able to, to see eye to eye. So before they would get nothing for him next year, if they play out the contract, they're trying to get something this year. When I ask you, Mike Pritchard, what you can get for a Tyreek Hill, what do you think his price tag is? Because now, if I'm a GM Mm -hmm. on another team not named the Jets or the Dolphins, i got to call Andy Reid and say, what do you want? What, what, what are you looking for here? What, what are the numbers that we're going to be talking
4: about? And I think that's what Andrew Reid is counting on, the, like the entire league contacting the Chiefs. So what could you give us for Tariq Hill? And that's, that's what happens. It's fascinating how we do these shows, and My we're talking goodness. about wide receivers. Amari Cooper last week. Uh, so and that shocked me. Let's, go, let's start there. Amari okay. Cooper and the fact that the Cowboys did not restructure, right? They were like, no, we're, we're going to trade you. Because you would think a player like that in your long-term plans you would want to restructure. Same thing with Tariq Hill. If you're the Chiefs, why are you not offering him an extension? Or if you are, why are you not meeting or coming close to the number that would get the deal done? Uh, And I think Tariq Hill is looking around the landscape of the National Football League. He's looking at Devontae Adams. He's looking at all these receivers getting a lot of money. And he wants to participate in that. He's about, what, 28 years old, Mm going to turn 29. Uh, and I think for every team out there in National Football, league, it always boils down to this: What are you willing to pay? And certainly as a player, what are you willing to play for? Uh, and obviously, with the news about. Tariq Hill being able or granted the authority or, or the permission to to seek a trade means that the Chiefs are prepared to move on. Uh, and I've said this many times on Betting Across America, mm-hmm. there are more Jamar Chases and Justin Jeffersons coming into the National Football League than Devontae Adams right. uh, remaining in the league, right? And, and certainly uh, Hopkins out there with Arizona too. So I, I think the Chiefs are looking at the future and, and kind of reloading, getting younger, getting back to that situation in which they can benefit uh, from a team standpoint as opposed to tying up a ton of money with just a few players.
3: The Chiefs right now 9-1 to one still to win the Super Bowl next year, this upcoming year. How about through this lens, mm-hmm. if you're Andy Reid, if you've looked at what's happened in the last month in the NFL... Right. Specifically, right. you mentioned the wide receivers and the domino effect. And, you know, maybe the, the Cowboys and I think Jerry Jones should it'd be you'd be malpractice if Jerry and Stephen Jones don't make a call there mm-hmm. after losing Amari Cooper for a sixth round pick to the Cleveland Browns because you thought you were going to get Randy Gregory and save the money there. And then Randy Gregory goes. So all those dominoes starting to happen there. I wonder when you look at Russell Wilson coming to the Denver Broncos. I wonder when you look at Devontae or excuse me, yeah, when you look at Devontae Adams mm-hmm. coming to the Raiders, when you look at Quill Mack going to the Chargers and the rest of the division, and we've had some people that I know internally that say the Chiefs, because of the Chiefs, we just kind of penciled them in, right. They might be the fourth best team, arguably, I think that's a stretch in the AFC West. But the overall roster construction Might need an overhaul. They do, absolutely. And so maybe Tyreek Hill could be that really big piece before we all blindly place the wager now at plus money for Mm -hmm. the Chiefs to win the AFC West. The roster might not be... Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill is still Tyreek Hill. But if I can go get three guys potentially or more picks... In this draft, and you, there are wide receivers in this draft, as you Absolutely. know, rich. right? This Each is a and wide every receiver draft, right? It's not a good quarterback draft, mm-hmm. but it is good wide receiver draft. So maybe that's the thought press uh, thought process for the front office is. Our roster isn't good enough now because we see what Denver and the Chargers and even the Raiders are doing in our own division. We got to get better overall.
4: They do. Um, you have an offensive line that you have to solidify. Orlando Brown, you got to pay him. You got to pay some other guys. You just paid uh, Tooney from uh, New England. Right. Uh, so, from a salary cap standpoint, Andy Reid knows this. Andy Reid's been uh, around and he's probably an underrated evaluator. I mean, we give a lot of credit to Bill Belichick, but Andy Reid uh, and the process that they have in Kansas City has produced results right. uh, over decades uh, in both conferences, too. So uh, I think the Chiefs believe in their ability to draft correctly, find the right pieces to surround Patrick Mahomes. And the, the benefit for the Chiefs, if you ask me, really, if you want to reload that way, is because you have that quarterback. Right. You have a unicorn. And mm-hmm. a lot of times those unicorns can make a lot of receivers look better than they really are. Uh, And I think the Chiefs believe in that, too. But you're right. They have to complete the roster. They need some help defensively. Uh, They can look at the AFC West. If you want to be competitive, you have to kind of mimic what's going on uh, from a complementary nature in terms of both sides of the ball, including special teams, too. So, uh, you know, I'm not surprised at this. Uh, Nothing in the league surprises me when it comes to business. Uh, It's shocking. But as a better, too, this is an indicator that just don't, bet on the Chiefs right now because they are in transition. Uh, and uh, this news right here spells that out wholeheartedly.
3: Look at those numbers in the AFC West now. You're getting plus money, and, and who knows if that'll go up if they trade away Tyreek Hill. Now, the other thing is, remember, this is just they've given him permission to seek a trade again. Mm-hmm. People are going to jump at that. We understand. There's no way the genie goes back in the bottle, though, right? Can you can you then walk this back if Andy Reid doesn't get the deal that they want? Say, no, 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 10 we wanted you all along. We were just kind of playing possum and seeing what the
4: what the league was willing to give. Well, it's interesting because I'm looking at his contract now. Tariq Hill. He's going to get a million dollars in base salary. He's going to get a sixteen million dollar roster bonus, and then he's an unrestricted free agent next year. Bye bye. So you're right. I mean, they could the Chiefs and Andy Reid going like, look, we we want this for Tariq Hill. And uh, if we can't get this, then you're not getting Tariq Hill. They they could do that and be willing to let Tariq Hill walk next year. Wow. We see this
3: with the Patriots all the time. Speaking of the Patriot way and Bill Belichick, and the way they've run the front office, and I think a lot of people have always got, you know, throughout the, the decades, mm-hmm. in, in the, to sustain those runs, literally over decades into a third decade, if you will, they've gotten rid of players before their contracts come up. Right. Right? That's kind of the Patriot way, right? So a lot of people will get it as callous and cold. And you know this this is a business. And, and Belichick's trying to extend windows by going to get, you know, compensation for guys before they leave for nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And we saw it even with Stefan Gilmore when they traded him to Carolina. Right. So they do that with with top guys. So I wonder if this is exactly the same thought process, which is, yeah, maybe we bring him back and but but if we bring him back for one year this year, right. we might get nothing for him as he leaves if we can't come to a contract agreement. So while we still have leverage, and while he's still regarded as one of the top flight, if not the top flight receiver in the league, let's go get the King's Ransom for him.
4: Well, the perception that he's a top flight receiver in the league is out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Hill, you know, he, look, he, he's not... Uh, a, a, a polished route runner, right? It, like, he has the speed to create separation, and certainly he has the speed to do, uh, to allow Andy Reid, Eric Biennium, to be highly creative in that offense. Uh, and they benefited uh, from that. But uh, we saw when teams drop eight players into coverage or if they play certain coverages, Patrick Mahomes indecisive at time, too. Mm. So can you get open? Like, can you can you go one on one with a player, not run a nine route, not run a go route or, or a post or something like that deep? Can you have a possession route inside of you? And Terry Hill is not that. I mean, they lean on Travis Kelsey a lot uh, for that. So. Uh, If teams come up with an answer of dropping eight, dropping seven in coverage, applying pressure, and then all of a sudden you can't create separation, uh, then I don't know if I want to give you $25 million a year, too. I mean, there's that consideration. Devontae Adams is different. Right. You can line him up all over the field, and he'll get open. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, all these receivers are different. Omar Cooper is one of the best route runners in the league, right? Absolutely. And and
3: he went for a sixth-round pick. Right. and again, twenty million dollar price tag, and the and things that were coming with Amari's contract mm-hmm. this year, and that's what he's going to be on the books for for the next two years. So you have to price that in to just the, not just the value of the traffic, right. but moving the money. Right. is what the
4: Cowboys were doing. Because you have to get to Cooper Cup, right? Like Cooper Cup doesn't run like Tariq Hill, but he's always open. Always open. And he won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. So there's that element too. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at Tariq Hill for wanting to get his money because this is the time you want to get, to get your get money, it. right? Exactly. And and there's going to be a team out there uh, for Tyreek Hill because there's going to be a lot of teams lining up to see what the Chiefs want uh, and see certainly if they can afford Tariq Hill.
3: It's a it's a fascinating rabbit's hole that you have to go down now, right. not just as we've kind of given the Chiefs angle here. Mm-hmm. But when we come back, we're going to talk about trading places, and, and maybe there's still a spot for, say, a Baker Mayfield out there as well. But also, for real, if you are a player, if you're the, the Jets or the Dolphins and Tyreek Hill, and that's the two – it looks like most possible landing spots. What does that do for them next year? And, and maybe with a Jalen Waddle in Miami, you know, for Zach Wilson in New York with the Jets, can they grow together like a Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers did for all those years in Green Bay? Let's go down those rabbit holes a little bit further how it might affect some of the markets out there because we haven't seen the movement yet because we don't know exactly where he's going to go if he's going to go. But again, this is out there. It is now reported that he has been granted permission to seek a trade. And once you put that green flag go, I mean, here come the offers, oh, bridge yeah. and they're going to come in. It's going to be a wild couple hours. You and I always seem to have these shows each and every week here when it comes to the NFL. The NFL never sleeps, nor do we. So we'll go down those rabbit holes a little bit. And I do want to get to the Baker Mayfield situation because I did not see this coming. We're in the musical chairs of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He could be left standing up when everybody else is sitting down. It could be Baker, Reagan, Mayfield, the backup somewhere next year in the NFL. Did not see that scenario coming, so I want to talk to you about that. And again, we will have uh, Lou Finacero join us in the second hour. Uh, some great picks last week from UFC England. We'll talk about a sneaky good card that we have on tap again this week. That'll be in the second hour right here on the Lombardi line on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app BetMGM Sports BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odds, specials and much much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Back here alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on v And, okay, we mentioned, obviously, off the top of the show, the breaking news this morning is that it is official that the Chiefs have said, you, sir, Tyreek Hill, have permission to seek a trade, which is always an interesting thing to say to an agent. You want to go, get out of here. I want to read you what Adam Schefter tweeted about 11 minutes. Of course, Adam Schefter of ESPN says, Sources, Jets and Dolphins both now have trades in place for the soon-to-be former Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Life comes at you fast. I put that part in. The question now becomes whether Hill wants to become the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Once he decides, Hill, the trade is expected to happen for now. Hill is said to be, quote, unquote, torn. Okay, Mike Pritchard. Mm -hmm. If you are Tyreek Hill and your options now clearly, according to Shafty, appear to be Dolphins or Jets. You get Tuatunga-Vailoa. You get Zach Wilson this is now going to be your dance partner. It's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. Okay. You're going to be paid whether or not you're going to be the highest paid wide receiver in the history of the NFL. That's that's We'll find out what those teams are willing mm-hmm. to do. If you're Tyreek Hill, does it just come down to the cold, hard cash or do you have to look at the lefty and Tua? <laughs> and basically – Two guys right now that are unproven, a second-year guy here from BYU and now a soon-to-be third-year guy from Alabama.
4: Well, I mean, this is about money for Tariq Hill, right? And so how do I make the most money? Because I'm going to be a free agent next year. i got to get through one more year, and then I'm a free agent. So that's when you can cash in the lottery ticket with the Powerball, right? And Mm -hmm. so uh, it's interesting. I I think if you're Trike Hill, you're torn because you don't want to leave Kansas City. You don't want to leave Patrick Mahomes uh, for Zach Wilson and Tua. So, But at the same time, you're thinking, okay, I want this situation because even after next year, um, I'm going to be a free agent Like because the Chiefs are indicating to me that they don't want to extend me. They don't want to pay me what I think I'm worth. So I'm going to be a free agent regardless, and that's why you're torn, because, okay, why are you why you're leaving? You could put up better numbers if you stayed in Kansas City for one more year instead of going and get traded to Miami and New, uh, New York.
3: The fascinating thing, too, is I was just kind of looking through some screens here out here in Sin City, and odds are off the board here for a lot of these features now in the AFC East right? because I'm looking. You still get the West. But you couldn't get the East because they don't know exactly which way he's going to go right now. This is how quickly in real time this information travels. So you think, that Prince, maybe the team that gets him, be it the Jets or, or the Dolphins, might not have a new contract in place today, but we're going to acquire you, mm-hmm. and then we got a whole year to figure it out, exactly. which the Chiefs have had for a
4: couple of years right. and could not get that done. But more importantly too, you, uh, Tyreek Hill would have that time to consider it. Like, I mean, I, I'm not Tariq Hill, but if I'm traded to the Jets, I don't know if I would sign a contract long term with the Jets. Ooh. Uh right. I mean, I, I still want to win. I still want to be able to I, making money is everything. I, I mean, that's that's the bottom line to athletes a lot, really. When you, especially when you got a Super Bowl in uh, pocket, um, but uh, you looking at your future, you're going from Patrick Mahomes to to this. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's a big difference. Huge. It's, it's a huge difference. And, and so for Tariq Hill, I mean, I'm sure he's got aspirations, Hall of Fame and all this too, just like everybody else, but uh, where, where can you where can your career prosper? Where can you get better? Uh, and so therefore, is it free agency after one more year? The situation with the Chiefs is not repairable. You can't go back there. They don't want you back for one more year. Okay, they're going to trade you. Uh, how do you make the most of the, out of this situation, whether it's the Miami Dolphins or the New York Jets?
3: You know, it's interesting. You can still get Super Bowl odds, by the way. Miami, about uh, plus 5,000. The Jets, plus 20,000. <laughs> so they are the, the lowest option on the board alongside the Houston right. Texans. That's where we, right now the betting market is looking at the Jets. jets If he goes with Miami... And then you're paired with Jalen Waddle. Did you see enough out of Waddle as a wide receiver last year? You go, you know what? Now if I got Tyreek Hill and I've got Jalen Waddle, maybe Tua Tungavailoa becomes a more viable quarterback in this league and not somebody that maybe we
4: look at and go, how good is Tua? Yeah, I mean, Waddle is more of a 10- to 20-yard route runner, though. Uh, he's a guy that can separate, whereas Tariq Hill, he's beyond 20 yards and 30 yards and 40 yards. And okay, do you have a quarterback that can be highly effective beyond 30 and 40 yards? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. We haven't seen that from Tua yet. Uh, I think the Dolphins they have a, a nice nucleus of talent right there already. Uh, and if you had Tariq Hill again, he's limited opportunity um, in terms of the deep threat. For the Miami Dolphins in that offense, he'll he'll be there. He'll take the lid off the off the coverage and, mm-hmm. and help Waddle and everybody else underneath. But then as a receiver as Tariq Hill, like when does he start getting frustrated at the fact that he's not playing with the same color of quarterback? And I think if you're the Dolphins, you gotta consider that. Consider that in the locker room and how disruptive that can be. I know you want the talent, I know you want the speed, but for that locker room and that dynamic in the locker room, I think that's equally as important. You know,
3: we had our our buddy Brian McFadden on last week, and we had a great conversation with BMAC, former two-time Super Bowl champion at Pittsburgh Steelers, and I saw him tweet out today when this news came out, and he said, so I guess the Chiefs, we're really going to find out just how good Patrick Mahomes is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, he's <laughs> so, good.
4: So, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll, that'll raise the eyebrows sure. across the league, right? But but So the receiver makes the quarterback now, according well, to the defense back, huh? It's the chicken of the egg, right? So now
3: we're, we're trying to figure like out that. who's
4: making who, All right? right?
3: right. Is, is Patrick Mahomes going to make Tyreek Hill the highest paid wide receiver in the history of the NFL, but not with the Kansas City Chiefs? Do we now have questions about Patrick Mahomes? Do we say, whoa. You got Hardman, you got Kelsey, and oh, by the way, they just got Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. right? So maybe we should have saw the writing on the wall a little bit that the Chiefs are going to be just fine. Is that the camp you would kind of put yourself in, or do you go, no? Now we'll find out. Was it the Cheetah
4: or was it Mahomes? I, I mean, it was it was Mahomes. You know, I mean, the Cheetah is one thing. Uh, you know, if Alex Smith was still there, uh, the, the, I don't know if we, we would see what we saw from the cheetah right but when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who he can he can find you he wants to create the big play that's the whole air raid element that he possessed and they have to rein it in they have to get him under control and I think that's why they want route runners now right Uh, because you're more disciplined as a quarterback you hit that fifth step you drop the ball you throw the football Uh, you hit that uh, third step you throw the football you know you don't hitch you don't try to escape the pocket uh, and create something because you want to be exciting uh but when Tariq Hill's on the field, that's what you, you want to do because he's that great of a player that way. Um, the Dolphins, again, I don't think they have the quarterback. What's intriguing to me is if you're the New York Jets, you need headliners. You need playmakers. Does this work? In, I mean, you would think
3: Zach, if, if Zach Wilson is who the Jets mm-hmm. thought he was going to be, right. this would feel like the difference maker. Right, if Zach Wilson's this broken quarterback, Mm -hmm. kind of you know schoolyard make plays with his feet, get out of the pocket like Mahomes. I mean, think about the Super Bowl that the Chiefs won. What was the pivotal play in that Super Bowl in the fourth quarter? It was Mahomes' broken play, third and forever. Who's he throw it up to go get? Cheetah. Right. Right, that was the game-changing play to win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that's who Zach Wilson can become, but all of a sudden, if you give him a guy that says, you know what, I'm going to buy time back here, you just get open, man, and use that speed, I'll find you. Could that? Because I don't know that Tua Tunga-Vailoa is going to fit that description. It feels like it might work
4: better with Zach Wilson in New York. I will say this about Zach Wilson. I, I think he was a pure pocket passer coming out of college, out of BYU. Um, if he would have somehow landed in San Francisco, it would be a different story for oh, Zach Wilson, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Uh, but it does depend on a lot as a quarterback where you land, and he landed with the Jets, and the Jets have been dysfunctional for a long time. Oh, boy. Um, but, I, no, I, I think Zach Wilson has the ability to become that type of pocket passer. Uh, he's accurate. He, he has the arm strength. We know that. He has the moxie. He has the confidence, the mindset. Um, and, but what? how long – will that process take? And does the cheetah accelerate that a little bit? Again, Mm. you have to, if you trade for him, if you're the jets, you have to have this contract too. And then also sell him on the fact that you're building something that could be special out there in New York.
3: Okay. Mike Pritchard. You're now, uh, your first contracts done in the ATL. (laughs) Okay. But now we're going to put you in 2022 and you are faced with the exact same situation that according to
4: Adam Schefter, I'm torn. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are your choices. Where does Mike Pritchard go? Oh, man, if I could stay with Kansas City, I would stay. Seriously. Like, okay, I understand you guys don't want to extend me. Okay, give me my $20 million this year, which is a chump change, right? And and maybe make another run at a Super Bowl if we can, and then I'm assured to be a free agent next year. So I'm going to put up outstanding numbers one more time with Patrick Mahomes and then be a free agent next year. Uh, But, you know, I I think if you're Tariq Hill – I don't know if it's too late for that. I don't know if they've crossed that threshold because obviously the Chiefs are exploring trades here. Something (laughs) has changed in the last 24 hours to where
3: if they call the agent and say, you know what, fine, go ahead, talk to other teams. It didn't take long to find, according to Adam Schefter, deals in place. By the Jets and Dolphins. My goodness. Okay. A lot of moving parts here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks, not named Patrick Mahomes, around the, the rest of the National Football League and some potential landing spots there. Come on back. It's the Lombardi Line right here in Lisa, the Sports Betting Network. This is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, or Hot and Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. We've got oven-baked sizzling bacon, freshly cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned potato uh, breakfast potatoes, and simply OJ to bring it all home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. Uh, are you a Baconator guy?
4: Because I know that Matt Humans, he, he loves the Baconator. You know what? Um, that looks good, by the way. Uh, I don't know if I am. Uh, yeah, I try to eat healthy these days. Uh, you you know, look a little good. Oatmeal and, you stay in shape. Yeah. I mean, but
3: I I would go for one, that's for sure. Uh, Obviously, the big news to keeping a watchful eye on is whether or not Tyreek Hill is going to end up as a member of the New York Jets or the Miami Dolphins. We'll keep you abreast of those situations. And if there's any numbers that correlate with that, once that news, if it breaks during the rest of our show, we'll keep an eye on it. But again, the uh, AFC East features odds right now off the board, but they do have still Super Bowl odds. The Jets, the second or the longest shot in the entire NFL with the Houston Texans. That might change if... Tyreek Hill lands in New York. What about a landing spot for one Baker Mayfield? And again, off the top of the show, this is where we intended to start the show today because I think we all thought the musical chairs of quarterbacks would certainly include two guys being starters somewhere else this year. Baker, Reagan, Mayfield, and Jimmy G in San Francisco. And right now, Pritch, I look up and I go, are both those guys? Going to be on the outside looking in? I mean, I know Jimmy G right now has got a shoulder situation. He can't even throw, I don't believe, until June. And I wonder if that's scaring off some teams before, you know, I know the medicals, you got to do all those things to make sure he's good to go. But what's going on with Baker Mayfield? Because you know I were kind of talking during the break here, and, you know, maybe words get out on certain guys as to whether or not they're the right guy and the right fit in the locker room. All Baker Mayfield did last year was play hurt. I mean, he tried to, to gut it up. He tried to be the football guy. He tried to do all those things that the execs are looking for, right? Be the tough guy. And then all of a sudden they go get Deshaun Watson and they literally said, the Browns, we wanted an adult running our quarterback. Like, whoa. So this guy tried to do all the right quote unquote things by you play hurt, be the tough guy, be your leader. And right now he's still in your roster by the way, and you trade for Deshaun Watson. Right. Is this a security blanket that if Deshaun can't play legally, that they can turn back to Baker Mayfield? Or is the horse out of the barn?
4: I think the horse is out of the barn with Baker Mayfield and Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland, and as a better, you have to consider this, you know, all the time. And I think betters do for the most part when when you consider organizations more so than players. I mean, Mm. Baker Mayfield – had the Ed Factor coming out of college. I was at the Senior Bowl when everybody could not get enough Baker Mayfield, and uh, at the time, at that time, he was thought of as a top ten pick, let alone the number one overall pick. And and so Cleveland secures that. Uh, Baker goes out there, does a wonderful job, but. You also have to factor in the organization. Ah. Cleveland's been through a front office change. They've been through a head coaching change. They've been through a lot of coaching changes. And while Baker's been there, you know, his brief time. (laughs) So I'm not making excuses for Baker. I think when you're a franchise quarterback, you have and are afforded an excellent opportunity to solidify that. Um, I think when you think about the National Football League as a better, they're always trying to upgrade everywhere whether it's the front office, whether it's the coaches, or whether it's a player, even a quarterback. Uh, And to Cleveland, Deshaun Watson is an upgrade over Baker. And Deshaun Watson came at a price in which Cleveland was willing to pay. Uh, And now if you're Baker Mayfield, you have to find a new home because you allowed Cleveland Browns to think about somebody else. As a player, that's your job. That's the secret. I'll pull back the curtain. Do not allow that front office or coaches to think about somebody else because they will, and they will replace you. Uh, So that's happening to Baker. And so now can Baker find a landing spot? I mean, he's just like any other player right now in the league trying to find the next opportunity. The Browns right now in, in a very,
3: what we believe will be a very competitive AFC North, but with Deshaun Watson, again, we don't know if he can legally be able to play. Right. But clearly the Browns are backing on that, and the betting markets are reflecting it because they are the favorites right now well, to I will win say this. that division. I
4: will say this. If Cleveland made that trade the way that they did and they're going to pay him, I mean, I, I think they made a call to the league and, and kind of was comfortable with what the league is going to be comfortable with with right. Deshaun Watson. So uh, from a legal standpoint, I, I think the legal – um, or criminal element is gone, the civil element is definitely still in play, and which is still risky. Uh, but I guess it's it's not risky enough for Cleveland to offer this type of contract.
3: No, and again, to that end, again, you see the North odds here where the mm-hmm. Browns are plus 150, but the favorites to win the division. You have to think that no matter what, because we've seen it before with Ben Roethlisberger, if you go back to that, sure. even though he was not convicted in a court of law, he was still facing and faced a suspension, Discipline. that it was uh, basically reduced And by the way, we're going to get back to Baker Mayfield because we told you at the top of the show we're going to keep a watchful eye. And our great producer, Matt Santos, has just informed us that Ian Rappaport, Blue Verified Checkmark, has said that Tyreek Hill has made his decision. Mike Pritchard. He's taking his talents to South Beach. He's going oh, to the Miami Dolphins. So Tyree kill. We'll try to see if we can get the particulars of that trade. It didn't even last. We mm-hmm. couldn't even get through 35 <laughs> minutes of the okay. show. But I guess he's torn no longer, yeah. and he's going to join Jalen Waddle. He's going to join Tua Tungavilola. He's going to join a new coaching staff, and we'll see where the numbers are reflected. Because I remember I mentioned they're off the board right now. Mm-hmm. You cannot get future plays right now here out in Las Vegas. On the AFC East, this is how quickly, uh, in real time, these numbers change. Let me just ask you, does it switch the the balance of power for you in either division? In the AFC West, now that Tyreek Hill is gone, and or in the AFC East, where
4: the Bills are still the overwhelming favorite, but now business just picked up in South Beach. Well, right. Let's start with the AFC West. I mean, I've been saying this for... Uh, a couple of weeks I, I think now cl- close to when Russell Wilson was traded the Khalil Mack trade and all of this stuff that the AFC West is going to be very very competitive and I, I just wouldn't be sold on the Chiefs because I think the Chiefs in that Super Bowl window was getting closed. Yes. It was closing. It wasn't opening. It was closing and as a better uh, I was to keep an eye on that for sure because I, I just go back to what the Bengals did to that offense. Andy Reid Eric Beeman they know they have to reinvent themselves they know they have to be different now because the league has caught up to what they do. Uh, and so, therefore, I was not going to go from a future standpoint and just automatically select the Kansas City Chiefs. There's going to be transition there. There always is transition. Uh, now, if you go to the AFC East, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in Miami. Um, this has been a competitive football team the last couple of years. Now Brian right. Flores is gone, right? McDaniel's hey, there though, right. highly creative play caller. Now a the head first-time coach. head coach, first-time head coach, right? Big difference in Andy Reid. Big difference for Tariq Hill, too, being away from Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Tua Tonga-Valoa is not close to Patrick Mahomes. No. Which leads us to our Jimmy G baker Mayfield. I, I <laughs> I'm not saying that that's
3: what, what's going to be a spot now for Miami, but now they've got weapons. Mm-hmm. Like, now all of a sudden the Miami Dolphins have legitimate weapons. Clearly it looks like they got the right pick with Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. Right? And so you, the, the idea was Tua uh, – and, and maybe that's going to work. I mean, maybe Tua Viola with Jalen Waddle, and it clearly worked those two at least. But I just wonder how this switches the dynamics of that division and or their offense. And you mentioned a first-time head coach now. I mean, is he going to draw a line in the stands today? I, I need you to be a route runner, 10. Well, we'll see,
4: we're going to see that for sure. I mean, it's the same type of offense if you think about the West Coast offense and both teams, the Jets uh, with Lafleur. Uh, and then also with Miami uh, and McDaniel, because McDaniel's leaving, obviously Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan ran a version of the West Coast offense. Andy Reid ran a version of the West Coast offense. The thing about the West Coast offense in Kansas City, though, what made Patrick Mahomes so successful was they added that air raid element. And mm-hmm. so we saw a lot of and, eye candy and uh, improvisation. All this stuff was involved. So I think McDaniel's going to be creative, too. We saw Devo Samuel last year with, with San Francisco. Got Tariq Hill's not Debo Samuel, though, no. right? And so – uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they utilize them, but from a betting standpoint, I'm not right. running to the window uh, to bet the Dolphins either. I mean, I think there's still a lot of questions. French, here's the—I got some particulars for you now. Okay,
3: you ready? Again, Adam Schefter saying this that the Chiefs have traded six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins for five draft picks. You ready? Mm-hmm. A 2022 this year, first-round pick. That's the 29th overall. A second-round pick this year. Wow. That's 50th overall. A fourth-round pick, as well as fourth and sixth-round picks in the 2023 draft. So the Chiefs just got a first-rounder, again, 29th, a second-rounder, a 50th, and a fourth-rounder, as well as a fourth and a sixth next year. So three picks coming up in this draft, and Tyreek Hill will get a new contract, which will make him the NFL's newest, highest-paid wide receiver one week after Devontae Adams had set the mark, and now Hill has agreed to a new contract with the Dolphins. So he got a new contract. So he get the, the bag? Right. He's not leaving Miami? Mm-hmm. Tua is this guy? <laughs> Holy wow. mackerel, Mike Pritchard, here we go. So what do you make of, in the short term? And again, we've got to go to break, and we'll get more on the other side of this break. But look, we're going to figure out how these numbers are going to be affected for the Chiefs because now they do have some ammo to go get a wide receiver in the draft, and they do have the cupboard is
4: not bare. No, and, and I think – considering what can happen in the draft is that as a better, that's what you have to realize. Andy Reid is, again, he's an they got underrated a evaluator and they'll find a replacement for Tariq Hill for sure. That didn't take long,
3: kids. <laughs> when we come back, we'll break it down and talk more NFL. Come on back. It is the bombarding Line right here on VEASAN, the sports betting line. MGM welcomes you with a special offer in the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three-pointer, you're going to win $200 in free bets. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first wager. Plus, you're going to earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. This is the Lombardi Line right here on Veasan, and I tweeted it out. Before the show, who better to do the show with than Mike Pritchard today, talking wide receivers in the NFL as the news has come fast and furious. It continues to come out. As we mentioned in the last segment, it is official. And Tyreek Hill has moved on from Kansas City. He is now a part of the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins will be giving their new wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, a four-year $120 million extension, extension including $72.2 million guaranteed mm-hmm. that is – per the super agent Drew Rosenhaus. So, whoa, we mentioned the the components here. By the way, you cannot wager right now on the AFC East odds. The AFC West odds are still up at most books right now. I wonder if they're going to get shorted a little bit. But as we mentioned briefly, and I want to get your thoughts on it now, Mike, Because we've talked about it. It is a good wide receiver class. Mm -hmm. Okay, we also heard reports that uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is talking to Kansas City right now. So he could be another guy in the mix in Kansas City. He's not going to be replacing the Cheetah, but a guy to help supplement the loss of Tyreek Hill. But when you do get another first-round pick, a a second-round pick in this draft, a fourth-round pick in this draft – you got to be thinking now, this is what we're talking about. The overall roster construction of the Chiefs, there were some cracks there. Right. And it's not necessarily at wide receiver. It's at offensive line. It's at other key parts of, the, of this football team that they need in order to keep that window open. Do you think that's why they wanted this hall? Do you think they got enough for Tyreek Hill?
4: Y- yeah, absolutely. I think they got enough and then some, to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. mean, think about Amari Cooper, right? And, uh, a sixth-round pick. Right, right. Um, even Devontae Adams. Uh, I mean, Green Bay could have held steadfast and demanded two first-rounders because they franchise-tagged them, but they didn't. They traded them. Right. Um, Here's what I need the betting audience to know about uh, Dave: is receivers these days are are plentiful. I mean, we just saw eight go under four-four. And the combine. That's and the everybody's combine. running ridiculous numbers. Yeah, I mean, numbers, imagine right? what the pro days are going to be if they even run into pro days. But the line of receivers, because it's specialized. I mean, you, you got these passing camps for high schoolers. You got these training camps for high schoolers and college athletes, and uh, certainly uh, you're working with independent uh, people as well. And so, receivers going into the league. Uh, Andy Reid knows this. A lot of people know this. That you can find some of them deep in the draft. They found Tyreek Hill deep in the draft. So. Are you going to pay a receiver like that, that kind of money, or are you going to move on from them and get a hole and re- restructure yourself? And, and I think that's what's going on with Kansas City, which is highly intriguing with this year's draft now. Uh, so, but if you're to Miami and you need heavy hitters and you're willing to pay this, then okay, go do it. And we, The all-in mentality. Help out your new, brand-new head coach uh, with, with uh, personnel offensively. So I'm looking forward to the draft. I'm looking forward to some of these teams as a better, uh, what they're going to do. Uh, MVS doesn't really move the needle for me nope. if he does go to Kansas Probably City. Probably a, right? a
3: third guy there at best, right, right, right? right. If, he, if he does end up there. Because you still have Hardman and, and mm-hmm. Kelsey. And I know they lost Brian Pringle as well. But they're going to draft some receivers. Right. And I do think it does make some sense for them if they didn't want to pay the – clearly they didn't want to pay the back mm-hmm. uh, to Tyreek Hill. So this is why they've, they've moved on from him. I want to start connecting some dots, okay. if we will. And, again, you cannot right now. You still can wager on the AFC West futures odds. You cannot on the East. And I wonder if it would change your opinion now with Mike McDaniel coming in from San Francisco. We talked about Jimmy G, still one of those quarterbacks not named Baker Mayfield, that potentially we believe are still in the market. Would, I, would it interest you more, no disrespect to Tua Vilola. But if you've got this guy coming in from San Francisco where his quarterback was Jimmy G, doesn't that seem to make some sense? If you're really going to say, hey, look, I didn't draft you, right? I I had nothing to do with you coming to Miami. I'm coming here from San Francisco, and the guy that helped get me this job is Jimmy Garoppolo, who I went to battle with for the last couple years, including the Super Bowl, against Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. So wouldn't it make more sense now? that if Jimmy G is to leave San Francisco, because we all believe they've turned the page there with Kyle Shanahan and they're going to move on to a new quarterback this year. And that's why they they moved up in the draft last year.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: That that would be the landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo after the news today.
4: I mean, it makes sense. It really does. I, at this point, I'm considering, uh, like, what does Miami have to offer in terms of a trade? Now, what, you what, have players. You have assets that way, like, depending on what San Francisco would want. Right? They're not going to be
3: able to get a um, one for Jimmy G, damage, good, bad shoulder, right? Those, those things. You don't. I don't think that would be the asking price, would
4: it? Well, I, this is what she – so, focusing on the AFC East, too, in that division, because the odds are down. Um, They did sign Teron Elmstead. Yes, they did. So, uh, you know, for Miami, you have Waddle, you you have Tariq Hill now, and you wonder, you chase Edmonds. You have highly creative players out there for McDaniel and is two of the guy. What we saw last year, he's not the guy. With McDaniel, I don't know what they're thinking. Now, it does make sense if they're considering Garoppolo. And then what, what cost? Because Garoppolo's injured right now. Right. He just had surgery. And uh, if you have relationships, normally relationships kind of play themselves out in the league, which happens to be Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and McDaniel, right? And so they have relationships. Maybe you can come to some type of agreement. But it does make sense to go down that road uh, with Jimmy G landing in Miami, though.
3: I think it's a great point that you just made that they just went and got Teron Armstead out of New Orleans. That is a significant signing. Yeah. He might have been the best left tackle on the board. And now all of a sudden you put him in Miami, you get a Tyreek Hill, you have a Jalen Waddles. you get a Chase Edmonds running back. All of a sudden, to me, and I can't wait to see what these numbers look like when they repopulate. But if you put Jimmy G on that football, a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo, that's that's an upgrade to me from – to me, just naked eye from Tua Valoa, mm-hmm. with, with a head coach that knows you and knows exactly what you want to do and, and vice versa. Man, they hit the ground running at day one at Miami. This, this all of a sudden feels like a team that we have to take note of in an absolutely loaded AFC, right, but overall as a conference. Sure, sure. I'm, it just gets tougher now if we could connect those dots. I have to think. That Jimmy Garoppolo is in play in Miami,
4: and and it would make tremendous sense. To As me. a better, I think you would track it for sure. Uh, I mean, that that's something that could be happening. I, I again, I, I don't know what <laughs> Miami has left to trade though, outside of players. I mean, they do have a number of players, and, and so they are a deep team. But you have to consider what San Francisco would want in return too. So, um, I, I think from an overall market standpoint, it has dried up out there from a quarterback right from a quarterback standpoint, no starting doubt. quarterback standpoint, and. Um, at this point, do you do that to Tua too? Like, I mean, but, but, but again, we don't. We is Jimmy might, G an upgrade? as a better? Do you think Jimmy G is an upgrade over Tua? I do. Right.
3: Like to me, that that's that's a play I'm going to make on a futures, maybe a win total mm-hmm. for the Dolphins if I know that Jimmy Garoppolo, well, coming off that surgery, and again he can't even throw it till June, so he's got a process to go through. But if that was hurt Jimmy G, and he got you within a fourth quarter. A way of getting back to a Super Bowl, right? Let's think about that. I know the running game was was paramount and all those things, but still, Jimmy G, those guys in that locker room know who led them. To me, that's a flyer that I'm taking uh, on the Dolphins to be a playoff team in the AFC. Like, like to me, now they are building a roster quickly, mm. and and you know this <laughs> yeah, better Sandra than Wilson, by the way. <laughs> oh God, I mean, they they are loading up in Miami. <laughs> Say that again, Matt. I'm sorry. Okay so we do have some new odds they have populated. Okay. Right now the Dolphins plus 450 to win the AFC East. Mm. So they are now starting to put the frameworks in there. Look, the Buffalo Bills are still there. They're still the the best team. Oh, yeah. The Patriots are there. We know what they have. But all of a sudden, look at that number. Look at the jump here that you've seen here. The Jets still the longest of the long shots in this division now that they don't get them, 14-1. But the Dolphins, I mean, they're right in the mix now. So the Bills have been shorted. They're just a $2 favorite now in the AFC East. The Patriots over a $3 underdog. Uh, but the Dolphins, the fight and fish, I think there's real fight there. And I don't know that they're done.
4: When you look at the number two, um, which is very interesting, it's like that number – with that quarterback doesn't (laughs) compute though it doesn't doesn't. I I know it doesn't compute it's kind of like the Broncos standing out earlier before the Russell Wilson trade they were plus 400 to win a division and they dropped to plus 250 after the Russell Wilson trade
3: that was a wild hour it blew our whole show (laughs) up. but I kind of like it on the fly we'll discuss more in hour number two of the Lombardi line right here on the sports betting man.
0: mo play